0: We are the creators of reality. Those who have mastered perseverance. Those who thrive despite attempts to thwart us. Those who make magic at the root of the very trees they hung us from. We are the mountains and the rivers. We are the sun and the moon. We are sand gems, we are the first and the final, we be big and small, we be light and dark, we be seasoned and youthful, we be sensual and sacred, those gifted and divine, those powerful and radical, those vibrant and ancestral, we are the creators of reality, we are the Black Oasis. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Black Oasis podcast. I'm your host, Kaya Supreme, and this is the place where we lay it all down. Today's guest is my good, good, good sister. She is a fellow soprano, and she is a healer. She is an artiste, a mother, a spiritualist. She is a breath of fresh air. This is a woman who I've rarely seen upset, rarely. Not that it doesn't happen, but rarely. She's always laughing, always willing to support, always willing to be present, consistent, disciplined. She has impacted my life in a way that I don't think she knows. Like She has been a part of some of the most transformative moments in my life. And I absolutely love and adore how nurturing she is above all else she is so nurturing she is so willing to support you through any type of difficulty tribulation like like just her hands alone oh my gosh i'm sorry there's a y'all there's this moment right like i struggle with physical touch but um when i first came to atlanta i would go to church at rise community church and I had not practiced purging. And so there was a lot of stuff that I had to get out. And I when I tell you without fail, if I started to become emotional, her hands were on my back immediately. Every single time. Just to let me know that she was present and there to support me. Mm. Sorry, I'm getting a emotional. Me too. Um, I, I love her so much. And um and, and 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 just her contribution to my life is man, and, and probably so many others. I mean, you have no idea, ladies, gentlemen, non gender conforming friends, the wonderful
1: Carmela woo. Thank you, Kaya. Oh my goodness. Oh I girl, you. I love you. I love you too. Um. I know. Oh I got to get it together because I am misty. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that.
0: Absolutely. Um, um, you, um, There's something that to this day that um, I continue to practice and I don't know, you know I know that, I'm not going to go into detail because I don't want to compromise your friend's intellectual property. However, um, there was a tool that you brought to uh, our group when we were in our uh, underground process that really mm-hmm. helped mm-hmm. to work through uh, Discord. And I guess, you know, and you naturally have such a, a healing presence. I guess it's like, well, my question is, have you always been like that? Has, has there always been an inclination to nurture and care for you? Uh,
1: yeah. I It has been. And the part about it that is really wild, Kaya, is I just do it sometimes I don't realize that it is healing for the other person Mm. I just do it because that's the direction the spirit is leading me Yeah, like what you said earlier about when I when you would be in a space when we were at rise and I always put my hand on your back I didn't know that that was so healing for you Yeah, I just know that spirit said this is what you need to do so I just always follow spirit and it just takes you where you need to be, even when it's not always crystal clear to me. Right. But so I'm always in a healing mode, even at a subconscious level. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and 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 so we were we were writing the other day, there was something that you said that I just thought was so phenomenal. So I know that you're in the care industry, right? Um, and, and we're going to, I want to dig into that just a little bit, but Mm -hmm. you come from a legacy of that because your mother was a social worker, correct? Correct. And so growing up, like, what did you see about her and, 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 and her role in the community that inspired you?
1: Well, my mom was the type of person who, when you were feeling troubled and you were down, people would come and talk to her relatives, friends, just people. I probably don't even know all the folks who came and um, communed with mom about whatever was going on in their life that they needed her support. And so I always kind of had that in me as well, because even when I would be going through things, I could always go to my mom and talk to her about stuff, about how I was feeling, what's going on with the kids, the boyfriend the school stuff just everything even as a fairly young child you know, I could always go talk to her about anything and I talked to her about really personal things and she always kept my confidence wow which made me feel safe talking to her
0: wow and you definitely do that i mean like you know you just you just hold space for people you know, I think like when we were used to meet in person, uh, for ritual, you would just you know, every every time without fail, if there's anything that anybody wants to work through, I'm here. You know? Like yeah. and and you know, you're so light, you know. I don't think people it's like I call you all the fairy people. <laughs> <laughs> It's you, Umi Bahati, right like y'all are the fairies to me.
1: Okay, we like, we like, we, it's true. <laughs> the, but right. now,
0: now the fairies are feisty, but y'all Talk are about it. Mostly, for the most part, fluttering around, sprinkling pixie dust everywhere, and it's lovely. But I, I, I don't want people to overlook the potency of that act and that behavior of holding space. It's something I had to learn, you know, um, because. I don't, you know, like that's kind of, that's revolutionary, <laughs> you know, like we look at our ancestry, like it was so radical for us to simply have and create space, you know, like the mm-hmm. hush harbors, we would be forced to enter in secrecy, like having space and opportunity was, was something that we would die for. Literally. Literally. And so, for you to give, like, even people don't know they need it. That's really what I'm saying. We don't know that we yeah. need the space. We're just moving and going and pushing through. But you, but but there's a place that you can go.
1: There is a place that you can go. Um, I I sit and listen with people, and I offer that to my community. It's it's a standing offer. People can call me and set up at a time. Um. Just to sit and talk about whatever is on their spirit, whatever they're going through in their life. And I will sit here with them and listen wow. and, you know, affirm, nod, whatnot. And if they would like for me to offer some suggestions or solution based options to support them in their process, I am willing to do it and that's literally what I do for a living at this point um <laughs> right. and yeah and but I didn't know that until I came to the community yeah. but um people don't necessarily know I think we're always rushing around in our lives just trying to live yeah. trying to pay these bills and see about your family Just, just trying to live your life and do what you need to do To make it out in the external world Mm -hmm. but we don't always realize we need that space to care for our internal world Mm, that's real good Mm -hmm. that's real good and and that is so so important I think everybody needs to have that space where they feel like they can talk about anything good bad ugly or otherwise without judgment without feeling like They have to hold anything back where you can really be real about where you are. You know what I mean?
0: I do. I mean, the fact that I think that like the internal world, like there's a world in there. Did you know that?
1: Okay. Talk about it.
0: And it requires maintenance. Like I'm just really uh, taking time to actually spend time inside. If that makes sense.
1: It does. Perfectly. Um, It makes perfect sense to me.
0: Yeah, do you watch have you ever seen the show Stranger Things?
1: Every episode.
0: Girl, yes! <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so it's like the upside down, but not as dark and spooky and scary. But it right. it may feel that way if you're not used to traveling around in there.
1: Exactly. And a lot of people aren't used to traveling around in there. Yeah. Or people resist they may yeah. know they need to spend some time in there, yeah. but because they're afraid of what is going yeah. on in there. They may be less willing to give it a shot. And it can it can be scary, but it can be so many other things. It can be your greatest joy. It can be full of discovery. It can push you to a new level of consciousness and spirituality, what you're doing with your life. It can help you find love if you get in there and find the love in yourself. Man, bang. And
0: I you know what what you said was like in the beginning you were saying how spirit basically governs your 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 behavior and your your decisions around your gift of healing mm-hmm. um that spirit is the motivator and I you know I think that's that's such a mature thing because <laughs> a lot of us are governed by other things <laughs> And it's not spirit-led. But, but look <laughs> look at what you, the power of what you do when you submit and surrender to the force outside of ourselves, or within ourselves, within ourselves.
1: Right, right, within, when you connect with spirit. Yeah, it's true, it's true.
0: How, um So how has motherhood impacted your journey through your own uh, self-mastery?
1: That's deep right there. Um, <laughs> that was a pivot. <laughs> okay, I gotta I gotta hold that for a second. So take you your time. Close. Okay. I although I've always been a, a generally a giving person, when when you make people <laughs> and they're following you, you there is a place where you're such a beast about your children. Mm. Just, and and initially, I didn't recognize it until I'll never forget this. When my oldest son was an infant, an arm baby, one of my cousins was visiting and she was like being a little bit too rough with her. And, and just to put her in perspective for you, she was an arm baby when I met her. Okay. Mm. So I kind of helped raise her. Mm-hmm. So for me to go ham on her, she was going to the entire left. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't ham on her about my son. And <laughs> for you to go ham, period. <laughs> right? Yeah. So but for me to go ham on somebody that I hold so close to my heart. Right. There's a place in your heart your kids get mm-hmm. that most people don't ever get. Mm-hmm. I I don't even I, I don't think I can say that a um a romantic partner, even their father was sort of like that in my heart. Mm. There's I don't think there's anyone I would not um bust upside the head about my kid. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: straight up and, and, yeah, and that's
1: it's gotta be real.
0: <laughs> it's so beautiful to see how you hold space for your children. You have two boys that have well men man and soon to be um mm-hmm. who are both taller than me now but and me you, too. Right, you have two two gentlemen that um I think have vastly different personalities. Would you
1: say they that? They do. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Oh my lord. Night and day. Yeah. They're very different. Very
0: how have different. you how have you managed holding space for people on opposite ends of the spectrum?
1: You just gotta meet a person where they are. Mm-hmm. So my younger son is a little more light like me and mm-hmm. deep and smoky and spiritual and whatnot. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Sometimes it's easier to hold space for him. But my older son is so pragmatic and strategic. Mm-hmm. Holding space for him is different because the approach is different. Mm-hmm. He's not into all the woo-woo and, you know,
0: <laughs>
1: it's like, we're going to pray about the thing and la-la-la, like, I'm, I'm, you know, the love and lightness of the thing. He's just not that person.
0: Mm-hmm. He's
1: much more pragmatic. He is the person you want with you if you're lost in the forest, or Absolutely. on the side of the road. Anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> he's going to get you home and he's going to get you home safe. Yeah. So when I talk to him about things, and, and for him it's difficult so, to look at things from emotional type of stuff. Yeah. But he can lock into it when you approach it from a practical sense. Mm. So as a young man just starting out in life, going to college and all that, we talk about things like uh, adulting. You know, and sometimes he get in his feelings and he doesn't understand why he's in his feelings. It's because adulting is hard. Yeah. And for, especially <laughs> for the new young adult, just mm-hmm. starting out, you think you're going to pop your fingers and everything is going to be hunky-dory and just like you thought it was going to be. Well, we already know that's not the mm-hmm. truth of living life, but you're really just finding that out yeah. for yourself in a real way as a young adult. So you're trying to find um, the way to move so that you can meet your goals. And then when you hit that brick wall, you're trying to figure out, I hit the brick wall. What did I mess up? Where, where did I you know, go left? Right. But sometimes it's not even that you went and left. It's just that life is hard and there are surprises.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the process. The process that's the process is mm. up, down, left, right, turn around, restart, stop, go, finish, wait, not done. Like it's just right. Unpredictable. Exactly. Yes.
1: Unpredictable. And that was the discussion I had with him. It's like don't view this as you have like not been able to succeed. It's a process. that is not a thing that happens overnight. Mm-hmm. So when I talk with him or people who have that type of personality about it, I talk to them much more from a practical standpoint. And that helps them incorporate how they feel about it as they're un- unfolding the process part.
0: Man, they are so lucky to have you as a mom because
1: mm. so
0: many parents try to project their things onto their children. Try to craft their children's personality. (laughs) You know, like say like, oh, you know, this is what I want for you. Mm -hmm. Which is well-intentioned, you know, like that's coming from a good place. It's just... (sighs) Not your life.
1: And so, life. even
0: though you like you created it, but it's it don't belong to you. That's a hard thing to right. conceptualize. Like, it
1: is it is a challenge.
0: Like, you were here for the birth and the rearing. And I, I'm sorry, but the fruit, it will not be yours.
1: It will not. It
0: will <laughs> but not. to see you, um, tr- like that's what nurturing is it's taking care of two different kinds of plants mm. and doing and accommodating what that plant needs for itself.
1: Shay, that's good, okay?
0: What's Listen, mean? that just came over me because I'm thinking... Because, like, <laughs> some is, kids need more sense. sunlight than others, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And hmm right. um, And I think you do that masterfully. That's what I'm saying. I think you do that Thank in a you. way that is touching to see. Oh. Um, Because a lot of people don't have that testimony with their parents, but your boys will... Ha- Ooh, they will have that. And I think... It, your mama gave you that, you know what I mean? Like, she
1: really did. She right, really and, did.
0: And so, you know, it's, it can be done. Like, I just, just to see healthy parenting and to see, um, yeah, to see healthy parenting uh, manifested in this day and age is a beautiful thing, and I'm honored to like witness it because, God willing, hopefully I will embody the same thing. Um, oh, you will. And and yeah. so. Tell us a little bit about the work that you do right now.
1: My actual job or my work that I do my gift job.
0: You're well, both. I think they're I think they're compatible.
1: Yeah you're right, you're right. My <laughs> <gay>. um, <clears throat> excuse me. One thing I do want to say is parenting in the way that I do, is not perfect parenting. And I think every parent has their strengths and their weaknesses, and I'm no exception. But I do think that my sons will be better emotionally prepared than a lot of young men. Mm. And there's a place for that. Mm. And it's important because in the time we're in right now, a lot of young men are really struggling emotionally. They don't have coping skills. And that is a problem.
0: Yeah.
1: So, which brings me to my work. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> So, well, let me start with the gift piece. When I journeyed with Ndugo and Nzinga and after I crossed and all that, and I did my gift project, yada, yada, what I found out was my gift was listening. And I like listening didn't sound like a gift to me. <laughs> it didn't sound like a gift to me. It sounded like I just sit here and listen. What do you, what do you mean? That what, How is that a gift? Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't realize it until I sat down and started looking back over the course of my life. When I tell you, people come and tell me all day business, mm. baby. People come and tell me all day business, and even in my old job, when I used to be an academic advisor, I'm supposed to be talking to you about your classes and your what you're going to do next, next steps, how you, you know how you're going to figure out your life academically. Mm -hmm. people would come literally into my office and be crying about the boyfriend. Uh, I had one student years ago um, who discovered that she was pregnant by her ex-boyfriend. And who does she come to for counseling on if she should keep the child or terminate the pregnancy? The academic advisor. (laughs) (laughs) And I sat there with that girl and we cried together and we discussed it. And I gave her what my thoughts were, but I encouraged her that this is a decision you're going to have to make. Yep. And yep. you know, you need to pray about it and you just get right with yourself and do what feels right in your spirit. Right. And you know what she did? She had the baby and her and the guy got back together and I do believe they got married. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, dope. You never know how spirit is using you in the lives of others. Well, mm-hmm.
0: you are that hand on that back. Well, well,
1: and that's what I do. And that's what I also do at my job, um, my day job now, because of that, discovering the gift that I have of uh, nurturing and listening and healing and how the healing piece really kind of informs everything I do. Right. And it's really very intuitive. It's sometimes I'm really super intentional about it. But sometimes, what I'm really most intentional about is following Spirit. Mm. And I don't question. If God says to me, go, there, do, and it sounds weird, and in my mind, I will be thinking, why am I doing this? Because I'm submitting to the will of God, and how God is moving me in the Spirit to do a certain thing. And when I do that, I promise you, things fall into place like puzzle pieces. Wow! It's a mind blower <laughs> and um, and and then when I don't do it when I'm in that place of resistance I'm like I don't know about this guy I don't, this seems really all the way out there to the entire left to me and God is like ma'am who's God up in here me or you <laughs> like, all hey. I can say I right. And and then I go on and do it most of the time sometimes my fear gets the best of me yeah. Because I'm a spirit in a body having an experience. And sometimes it just seems so outlandish. I just, I don't know if I can do it. So there may be places where I missed the gift mm. and an opportunity to give it to others or even to give it to myself because of my own, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Apprehension.
0: Yeah. And, and, and when you say give it to yourself, what do you mean by that?
1: So God will ask me to do things that are just concerning me that seem outlandish or odd. You know? And sometimes I do them, sometimes I don't. And then some, and because I don't always know, and I will know. A lot of times I don't know what God's goal for me is in doing it. Right. But what I just like I said a minute ago, when I do it whatever the weird thing is. And I mean, and it's been some weird stuff. Let me say like, okay, I'm gonna give you an example. Okay, <clears throat> Excuse me. So at my old house, um, we're about one, two, two or three houses from the corner from the intersection. Mm-hmm. And one night, and it was, it had to be the after 1am in the morning. So it's the pitch black part of the night. And God's like, I need you to go outside and go to the corner by the uh, what's that thing with the sign, you know, the with I'm the sorry. names of the street on it. Oh, street sign, okay. Yeah, the street yeah, the street sign. And I want you to pray and and just around this area about these things. And I'm like it's one o'clock in the morning. It's dark uh, in a black neighborhood where, where there's no street lights. Wait a minute, For real? This what we doing? I was like, all right. So I got my coat on, my little jacket. I went outside and I prayed and I, you know, did what God asked me to do. And. I don't, to this day, really know exactly what was manifested, what was prevented by it. Mm. But I will say this, and I lived in that house close to 20 years. Nobody ever broke in my house, and I never locked my front door. Wow. Almost never, unless we were traveling, like nobody was home. Even at night, when I go to bed, my door was not always locked. Mm. And nobody ever, not one time, came in my house that didn't live, though.
0: And that's College
1: Park, y'all. College Park, baby. But then people would come to me. This might be what it is about. There was one night. It was 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. There's a knock at the door. Knock, knock, knock. And this a little white girl out here. She probably 19, 20 years old. I'm like, why is she in College Park? And <laughs> 4, 5 in the morning and it's still dark outside. But apparently the guy she had been hanging with got mad at her and just put her out the car on my street in the middle of the night. Wow. And she don't know this area or nothing. And she's like, can I, can I use your phone? Can I, it's like, now I don't let strangers in my house, but I could see clearly the girl was distressed. So I gave her my cell phone. She called who she needed to call. I waited on the porch with her and they came and picked her up. So stuff like that, maybe that is spirit creating a signal. So people know there's a safe house here and there's somebody who can help
0: you. Girl, you just gave me chills. My God. I gave myself
1: chills <laughs> because I don't think I realized it until I was explaining it to you. Yeah. So that's how God moves that way with me. Mm-hmm. And and the girl was so relieved. Uh. She bust out crying. After she mad. I was like, oh, God, no crying. <laughs> Please, Jesus, I can't. It's 435 o'clock in the morning. I can't. and But I can because I did. Yeah, And, um...
0: Girl... <laughs> Two through you're about to have me in tears myself a signal honey Mm -hmm. god just had you consecrate the area okay (sighs) that's so good
1: and that and then and that was for me but it was also for the people right so i feel Mm safe because i didn't feel threatened or you know any type of way about that (laughs) girl and and i think that's another reason people with drama and cray cray generally don't come to my house, <laughs> or they find themselves out in the street.
0: Period.
1: <laughs> I have at least one witness.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and yeah. you know, we we do some spiritual work to protect that, area. some other stuff yes, too. We so yes, we do. It ain't going down like that. But We're um, going down like that. So tell us, because you have you offer some services, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I do. Tell us about the services that you offer.
1: So, I I offer listening services. Now, this is not official therapy. No, no, no. (laughs) Although, I'm I'm working towards that. When I get my license, there'll be plenty of that at the office and down the road when I start my whole, all the way, individual practice. But right now, what I'm doing is therapeutic listening what is therapeutic listening you might say <laughs> when you can't talk to people about a thing you're mad at your mama but she's usually who you talk to mm. you need somebody just to listen mm. to you discuss whatever the offense was how you felt about it how how they responded made you feel and all like this that and the third you would get hooked up with me and I would just let you talk mm. for a set period of time And then you would tell me if you just wanted to just talk and I would just listen. And I would really just sit there and listen. The occasional, mm mm-hmm, so you know I'm still listening. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if you needed feedback or some solution-based support, I could offer you that as well. That's one of the services that I offer. Okay. And I personally find that to be one of the most exciting. <laughs> because people don't listen. <laughs> so an opportunity just to spend time talking and people just listen, yeah. really listen and engage with what you have to say. Yeah, yeah I think that's a step towards freedom.
0: That is. Listen, because... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell my dad because he swears I never listen. <laughs> he might just... No, but really, though, honestly, um, there are people who just feel unheard often. Yep. That's and, the truth. And so that's actually radical. It seems so simple, but it's so powerful.
1: Yep. Don't and that's know? the part about it. I didn't realize how powerful it was at first. I was like, I'm just listening? Are you serious? Yes. I'm serious, because it's a place of need. People don't feel heard. I think there are a lot of tragedies that have occurred in the world that would have probably been averted if some of these people who had troubling things on their mind had someone to listen and let them get out that negativity rather than them go off and do something crazy, shoot up a school or, you know, hurt themselves, you know. Sometimes people just, and they need to feel cared for when you listen. And I think that's the particular part of my gift.
0: And who first suggested that to you? you don't mind me listening? listening? Yeah. Like who first suggested that was that, you know, like that moment where you was like, uh-uh.
1: That was Baba Dodso. <laughs>
0: ah, shout out to, he's, <laughs> he is a, a former Black Oasis guest as well. You all should go check out his episode. But, and um,
1: dang that was very insightful of him it was and i promise you i was resisting that girl i was like baba for real listening wow all right but in the spirit of submission to the process of figuring out what my gift was i did it and baby that man was right that man was so right Looking back on it, it gives, that's one of the experiences I have looking back on it. It gives me chills because I would have missed a whole part of who I am as a being on this earth and what I've been sent here to do. If I had not took a chance on following what he said, I would have missed all of that. And it literally has changed my life. It's changed my career. It's changed. It's made me more intentional. In listening.
0: Mm. Man. Yeah. You yeah. said a word, you know, I don't know if you could pick up on it, but submission is the name, the word of my season right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I forgot about that, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I received that. I see that now. I see that now. <laughs> and,
0: uh, you know, really it's an issue of immaturity, um, I'm realizing. My, my, my I don't, struggle like, I don't with think me. it's
1: immaturity. There are places where we just need more right thank you thank you for that reframe y'all do you see what she doing it's
0: happening in real time <laughs> dang thank you thank you thank you that that's yes, that me i yes, feel better ma'am. too um dang, i didn't i didn't even ask you any oasis questions i'm gonna i'm gonna close with with an oasis question
1: sure
0: If you had one wish for Black people, what would it be?
1: Oh, that's my question. (laughs) Okay. My one wish for Black people is stop accepting abuse as people shooting straight from the hill. Mmm. Okay. I'm going to tell you why. Yes. When uh, he was living... Kevin Samuels was not one of my favorite people because I didn't like how he talked to people. Even if he was right, he talked to people so crazy. I'm like, how can they receive the message the way you're presenting it, sir? And to me, a lot of times how he talked to people was just downright abusive and hurtful and unnecessary. And my experience has been, especially for people who are a little sensitive, or struggling with some things in themselves. They can't hear your message when you present it like that. And it makes them feel less than about themselves. And a person who's offering you advice and support should make you feel like you have innate worth just by virtue of your being. Okay? You're not less than because you don't have this type of job or look this type of way or any of that. You are worthy because you're alive. God made you. You are worthy. Period. And when you present correction or instruction with love, it's so much easier for people to hear your message and not just your negative, nasty tone. And then, we've been so tried and as, a, as a group of people, and I do think this is slavery related over the course of time, mm-hmm. that it's sometimes more difficult for us to hear a word from a person that's presented in a loving, kind way. So if you don't talk to them crazy, you ever hear people say that? I tried to talk to them nice, but I had to talk to them crazy for them to understand mm-hmm. what I had to say. Mm-hmm. We got to stop that. We got to stop that. Because we're feeding the monster of dysfunction and self-loathing of our blackness when we do that. We got to stop it. Mm. Talking down and nasty and ugly to each other to prove a point or to really just make the other person feel less than and I know that's more a reflection of the person who is speaking than the person they're speaking to. But these words have power, Kaya. I know. And when we talk to each other, even in a place of correction, when I clearly see you're behaving incorrectly, you're doing something dangerous, illegal, or just whatever of my uh, poor decision making whatever it is mm-hmm. I don't have to talk to you in an ugly way to be shooting straight from the hip if I talk to you in a loving way there are some people who never hear that in their life who haven't heard it before
0: mm-hmm. they, don't even, they don't even take it, take you serious they think you playing with them,
1: right And <laughs> it, it caring for a person can still be firm right. but it just doesn't gotta be disrespectful that's correct So that's what I, that's what I want for black people. That we would talk to each other from a place of best intention and in a tone that even if we don't say the words, I love you, feels like I love you. Yeah. We got to get there because when I, sometimes when I see us out here in these streets, on these, on these social media streets, Mm -hmm. we acting a plum fool (laughs) towards each other. Yeah. in a really nasty negative way yeah and w- uh, although we can say maybe the root of that issue was started by white people through slavery mm-hmm. we don't have to keep upholding it right In 2022 I mean,
0: we, it's not a tradition we need
1: it's not a tradition we need we need to get some healing around all of that yeah
0: people need tools people need tools, tools. and um and I'm' and, I'm, and what I'm excited about is I'm seeing all these people, you know, some people get irritated. Everybody has a podcast or you know, everybody thinks that they're a, a guru. Let them go, please. Thank I would rather that. You know, get okay. your tools from somewhere. There let there be an abundance of sages with tools to offer. So somebody gets a piece.
1: Somebody gets a piece. And if this sage ain't doing it for you, baby,
0: go find Find it. you another one. Listen. And
1: if you are if you're not finding what you want there, Find you another one. Go find you a therapist. Yeah. If you think the gurus don't know what they're talking about, baby, there are other people. You don't have to talk to them. Right. There's other
0: people. Everybody's trying their best. Don't talk to these medical professionals. Right. So
1: everybody's trying their best, but everything still is not for everybody.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Find what works for you. Like we said, different plants are cared for different ways.
1: Yes. So, and if one guru don't do it, I promise you there's two, three more you can get a piece from this one, a piece from that one and build something that's unique and works for you.
0: Constructing your oasis. Oh, oh, that's good. Yes, that's ma'am. Man. Yes.
1: Come on, Kaya. <laughs> so, You're the Holy Ghost girl.
0: <laughs> no, you, you, you usher some spirit up in here. I don't know what's going on, honey, but this is, <laughs> I love, I love interviews like this. This,
1: oh. this
0: feels like ritual to me. When things where people have aha uh-huh moments in real time. Mm-hmm. I um, love that. And then when people give me make me have an emotional reaction, I, I get super excited about that because that's just that's how you know. That's how you know that's spirit's here. So um, you know I just I just want to close by first first tell people how they can contact you. How can they secure your services?
1: So people who want to do listening services and who also may want to look at my other services can go to my Fiverr account. And that is Char Char68. C H A R C H A R 68 C-H-A-R-C-H-A-R-6-8, at Fiverr F-I-V-V-E-R dot com. Yes. And if you if people just want to talk to me about a thing or just have uh, questions they want to ask me, they can email me. At carmellamk dot MK68 at gmail.com and Carmella C A R M E L A.
0: That's right. That's right. And and again I just wanna thank you for coming on. Uh, I wanna I wanna thank you for your contribution specifically to my emotional development. And, and growth, um, the way that you have cared for me, the way that you have lovingly corrected me, um, the way that you have stuck to it, even in frustration, um, the way that you have shown up as a sister and a and and a support system. The, just you have grown me and um and I'm so grateful for you. Um you're always Hi Kai! I mean you're just you always greet me with such joy. <laughs> Always. Um,
1: I'm always glad to see you. You're my sister. I love you.
0: And um, I just wish nothing but success for you, um, especially Ashe. as you continue to care for people. Um, let everybody just get the opportunity to to pour back into you what you pour out. Ashe, Ashe. And um, and And keep going, sis.
1: Thank you so much for the opportunity. To sit down and chat with you on the podcast today, Absolutely. it is—it was so meaningful for me. I got a lot out of this. Yay! Thank you so much for that. No Are we doing it and right? I love you so much. I'm hugging you.
0: <laughs> thank you. I love the you, Holy Ghost. Yes, oh, me. Sure. And so, for uh, everyone listening, thank you so much for supporting Black Oasis. Um, Reach out to these people, you know, take advantage of the tools they have to offer, even if it's just for conversation. You never know. Um, And continue to support Black Oasis. Follow us on Instagram at Black Oasis ATL and Facebook or check out the website at www.blackoasis.org. And until next time, stay black, but you don't really have a choice and lucky for you. Peace.